Keeping Podcasts Weird from the live music capital of the world, Austin, Texas, the city that brought you Larry Hovis, Valhalla, Eller Coltrane, Zachary Scott, Nakia, Elysium, and the world's largest urban population of Mexican free-tailed bats, it's a slippery slope with the dazed and confused Mark Browner and featuring the lovely and talented Sierra. Hello, Sierra. Hi. Any of you who have been listening to our podcast for any length of time have heard me mention Sierra. Yes, Sierra is my wife. She's my partner in life, my partner in live music appreciation, and my partner in culinary exploration. So, yeah, we have an important date coming up in about a month, don't we, Sierra? We do. And what might that be? Uh, Anniversary. Yes. (laughs) It's our third wedding anniversary. So, hey, looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we might we might be going to the uh, worst fest. Yeah, the worst fest. To all you uh, newlyweds out there, the worst <laughs> fest is the place to be <laughs> for your third anniversary. So there you go. Since there's no fun, fun, fun fest this year. No fun, fun, fun fest. Yeah, that's kind of sad. I know. Yeah. How many fun, fun, fun fests have we actually gone together? I want to say we went to three once when we were dating. Um, and then once when we were engaged and then one, the one from last year, but the year before that we were actually getting married that weekend. Ah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Let's see. One of the years we actually stayed downtown, wasn't it? That was the Mm -hmm. second year that we went. That was our first anniversary. So that was 2019. Yeah. So we splurged a little bit, rented a uh, cottage, what, two blocks away from the the venue on uh, Auditorium Shores, that was probably the, the best way we could have spent Fun 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 Fest. Certainly saved a lot of trouble of having to travel back and forth from Round Rock every day. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely nice to have a, a close place to be, and the lady that owned it was really nice. Yeah, she was. So if you had to guess, how many different bands have you and I gone to see over the years? <laughs> I have no earthly idea. I mean, I would definitely in the hundreds, I would think. Uh, Yeah, because if you count like music festivals and things, it would be, the number would be. Right. I mean, you can, you can easily see 10 bands in a day at a music festival. And we've been to what, like at least how many fun, fun, fun fests? Three. Three. And then we went to a day of ACL fest one year. Right. So they add up quick. Yeah. Too numerous to mention. Oh, by the way, have no fear, listeners out there. Lodger is not here (laughs) this week. He's on vacation. He went to Louisiana to gamble again. Oh, he did? I I had no idea where where he was off to. Okay. Yeah, that's where he is. He's off on a trip to uh, Cushada Reservation Casino. I'm sure we'll receive a full and thorough report from Lodger when he comes back. Uh, next week. So that'll be a lot of fun, I'm sure. So what's been going on lately with us? 
last weekend we uh we had intended to go to the chalk walk in downtown round rock but it was pretty crowded and parking was kind of a hassle so we went a little later and uh checked out julie and the jackalopes at the brass tap i guess since we missed the chalk walk we also missed seeing dale watson perform that afternoon right yeah, yeah, we did. And that was kind of like the big draw, the reason that I wanted to go. But um, I had got also gotten home late that night. So by the time we were kind of getting our stuff together to go, it was it was a little crazy down there. Yeah. Was that a Friday night? Yes. Yeah, that must have been the that must have been the issue. We're kind of dragging ass. And so that never well, fully materialized. My lash lady was running late. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was, We're yeah. Bl- blame it on the last lady. I love her to death, but she was running quite late that <laughs> evening. <laughs> now, when you say lash lady, what do you mean lash lady? Lash extensions. Ah. You think I should get some lash extensions? No. <laughs> you don't need them. You have beautiful lashes. <laughs> and that's why I married her, folks. Yes. So anyway, yeah, um, you were talking about the uh, the chalk walk, and that's that was all downtown Round Rock, the old downtown area, which is transformed amazingly in the past five years, wouldn't you say? Well, and it's changed a lot just in the past year. I mean, there's been so many new restaurants and bars that have opened up. I, we haven't even had a chance to check them all out yet. Yeah, that's true. There's uh, I'm not even sure how many bars there are now. You've got that big long saloon on the I guess that's the west side of Mays Street yeah and then you've got there's a piano bar next to that that just opened that we haven't been to I didn't know about that yeah <laughs> okay and then there then on the the east side there's Quinn's which is kind of a pub that's been there a long time yeah, yeah. it's been there a while and then you've got what's the one right around the corner from there that all the locals hang out Oh, Coco's Lounge. Coco's. Remember <laughs> the time we went in there? It was like you, me, and who else was it? Angela and Keegan. And we walked in there and it was like everyone knew each other and they all kind of turned around and looked at us a little sideways. Yeah, we're like, they were like, what the hell are you doing in here? Who are these assholes? Well, it was weird music. They played like three Selena songs and two Michael Jackson songs in a row. And I think we just had one drink and then kind of skipped out of there. There used to be a place down there called Junior's, which was a restaurant and bar, I think, owned by the same people who owned the hole in the wall on the uh, drag over by UT. But uh, unfortunately, Junior's closed down. They were, you know, they had good food and they had, you know, they were a bar and they also had live music on the patio, but... For some reason, they shut down. I'm not sure why. What do you think? Well, they had really great food, but they also were kind of known for their shitty service. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, when you went there, you didn't expect to, you know, receive stellar service. You knew you might have to wait a while, and that was fine. And you're sitting out on the patio, and it's nice patio weather, and there's a band playing on the weekends. It was, it was a nice place to hang out, but it looks like it's become, I don't know the name, it's become some kind of Mexican bar and grill now. Hmm. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's open yet. All right. Well, maybe we'll have to check it out and see what's see what's going on. So a whole bunch of different restaurants and stuff. You've got, uh, uh, what is it called? Svante's, which mm-hmm. is a family-owned. It's like they own a ranch, and then they serve all of their uh, the meat that they grow on the ranch at the restaurant there. And so it's, it's really cool. It's a steakhouse. 
Ooh, looks like uh, our neighbor and his loud-ass <laughs> Harley is pulling into the driveway, so you may hear that in the background here, so don't worry about it. It'll it'll be okay. He'll shut the hell up in a little bit. Don't worry. <laughs> and you might hear some cats meowing in the background uh, here and there, but uh, I think they're quiet right now, so that's good. Anyway, uh, yeah, we went to uh, the Brass Tap, what was it, two Fridays ago? Yeah. And uh, we saw Jolie and the Jackalopes which is a rockabilly band, and they put on a hell of a show. Yeah, I was excited to finally see them because I've, I've followed her for, for quite a while on Facebook and such. We actually saw her in a burlesque performance. She's part of the uh, Jigglewatts burlesque troupe, yeah. um, and we did see her sing a song during that, that performance as well, but this was the first time I'd actually seen the band play. I'm trying to remember, where did we see her and the Jigglewatts perform? Spider House Ballroom? Oh, yeah. We've never talked about Spider House Ballroom on this show before. <laughs> it seems like the last few weeks we, we've been talking about nothing but. But, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I remember. That was that was kind of a cool event, the way they had it set up that time we went uh, to see the Jigglewatts. But, uh, anyway, at the Brass Tap, we saw Jolie, what is her, Jolie Goodnight is her name? Yeah. And her band, the Jackalopes. Which is interesting because the uh, lead guitarist for the Jackalopes is also the same lead guitar for uh, Ruby D and the Snake Handlers, which I don't know if we've if it's been talked about on uh, the podcast here, but I know you and I have gone and seen uh, Ruby D and the Snake Handlers quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, they're a lot of fun. We've seen them quite a few times, and they actually have a show coming up, uh, I believe October 21st, uh, a happy hour show at the Longhorn Saloon. We might have to go to that. We'll bring Lodger with us, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not as crowded during happy hours as it is on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> uh, oh, so I was mentioning the guitarist for Jolie and the Jackalopes. What's his name? Jorge Harada also plays for Ruby D and the Snake Handler. So it's interesting to see cross-pollination between, you know, one band and the other. Yeah, and I've actually seen pictures of Jolie and the Jackalopes with um, the bass player from Ruby D and the Snake Handlers, too. I know his first name's Dylan. I forgot his last name. But um, yeah, I guess, you know, there's probably scheduling conflicts here and there. So maybe they just help each other out when they can. Yep, probably. So not only was the star of the show two Fridays ago, Jolie and the Jackalopes, the brass tap itself is pretty amazing in and of itself, wouldn't you say? Yeah, they have an awesome beer selection. I mean, it's almost overwhelming when you're reading through the whole menu trying to find something because you just kind of want a little taste of everything. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, The cool thing about the brass tap, you walk, you know, it's in a historic building first off in downtown Round Rock, and you walk through the front door, and it's uh, really just kind of a long, thin, narrow bar area with a very long bar, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And if you walk toward the back of the bar, then you make a right and go down like a flight of stairs down to their outside deck, and that's where the band was playing. So it's really nice, kind of a deck, beer garden, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's nice right now, too, with the weather. It was a really nice night. It's been cooling off a little lately. Yeah. Just a month and a half ago, it would have been miserable to be out out on a patio, even even once the sun's go sun goes down. It just seems, but this time of year, it's it's terrific. So uh, yeah, we got to go back to the brass tap. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> they have a Delbert's there, which is nice. They have some of the local Austin breweries there. 
Yeah, that makes a difference. And Jester King and probably a bunch of others that I don't remember. <laughs> uh, no, I know. I'm trying to remember the the weird ale that I tried. I can't even remember what it was now. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. It was like a 12% alcohol ale, so it was like... It's like motor oil. Yeah, and it was a, it was a pretty large bottle, so it was like one bottle, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just about done. Maybe... One small regular beer, and I think I'll be done for the night. I had a Clown Shoes Space Cake Double IPA. Wow. It was delicious. Oh, she remembers that because she took a picture of it. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't take a lot of pictures. No, no, not at all. Not at all. All right, then what else did we have going on? Oh, yeah, we went to um, ACL Live at the Moody Theater uh, last Thursday. Yeah, uh, they had the taping for the Foles. They were in town for ACL Festival. And um, a lot of times when bands are in, in town for ACL, they have multiple acts lined up to record tapings. Right. So it's a good time to pay attention to their website and their Facebook page because uh, they'll be posting. I've noticed recently because I used to actually put reminders in my calendar when I knew that the tickets were going to be up for grabs. They usually open the drawing up a week prior to the taping, but I've noticed recently now they've been posting it on Facebook when the drawing opens up. So if you're ever interested in going to a taping, um, you can turn on Facebook notifications for the ACL live postings and just keep an eye on those. And if there's ever um, ever a show that you want to see the taping to and you don't win tickets, there's always a line of people lining up outside on the sidewalk outside of the venue on the side where the Willie Nelson statue is. And if all of the passes aren't given out by about 745-ish, they start passing them out to people downstairs because they want to get all the seats filled up. How many times do you think you've actually won tickets to an ACL live taping? Either before you met me and uh, after you and I met. Uh, probably like 10 times, I would say, would yeah. be a good guess. It's definitely happened quite a few times. You seem to win more than I do. I'm not sure I've ever won. <laughs> maybe maybe once. I don't know. Well, and for the foals, I actually entered you. Um, I went ahead and entered mine, and then right afterwards, I did an entry for you. So it is kind of interesting that you didn't win. At first, I thought maybe it wasn't so much a random drawing, but maybe more of like first come, first serve. But I don't think so, because there's been times where I've put my information in right away as soon as it's opened up, and I haven't won. Well, what's interesting, especially around ACL Festival, there's a whole lot more drawings going yeah. on during that week. Yeah, because... Or those two weeks, I guess, it's going right. to be. Because they have all those bands in town at the same time. So, I mean, there was a couple couple shows that were, like, only a couple of days apart. What was it? Margot Price and Panda Horses, I want to say. I don't remember. Right. Shows that I didn't win tickets to. Okay. <laughs> yes, they're dead to us now since we didn't win tickets. <laughs> so, so we saw the foals. And that's uh, Foles, spelled F-O-A-L-S, just in case you didn't understand what we're saying here. So I was trying to figure out, and it was a great show. I mean, they put on a hell of a show, and they even did an encore. Uh, trying to describe what they're like is, is kind of difficult. I think with every different album that they put out that seemed like was maybe a different style. I mean, during the evening, like one song they played sounded like Journey. One song sounded like They Were You Too. One, one song sounded like they were a, a nouveau prog rock band. Uh, you had some other 
things that you would yeah like there's times when they sound more like british pop or a little more heavy on the electronica side and other times there was one song that i really liked i don't remember what it was but it sounded more like um like industrial had like an industrial sound to it um but yeah they were really great live it was definitely worth the effort of getting out on a thursday night to uh, see a show and it's really convenient too because parking is not a problem in that area yeah you gotta pay but it's close i mean you can park in the uh, city hall parking garage and there are other private parking garages around there so you can be within a block or two so not a problem. Yeah, and it's nice on the weekdays, too, because, you know, they don't start that late. They start around 8 o'clock, um, and then they only they only play for, like, what, an hour, maybe an hour and a half tops, and then the show's over, and since it's a taping, there's no opening act. You just kind of get in, see the band, get out, so it's it's pretty easy to do on a, on a school night. <laughs> right. you, you won't be out too late. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, on a weeknight, I mean, even though we live in Round Rock, we were home by 11 o'clock. Well, maybe a maybe little a late because because we stopped for to get something to eat, right? Yeah, yeah. Got to stop at Star Seeds on the way home. <laughs> yes, Star Seeds. <laughs> Keep that in mind. It's it's a great place to go. And uh, actually, I thought the food was exceptionally good the night we went there. I don't know. Maybe it was just because I finally got something different other than just a <laughs> eggs and bacon. <laughs> eggs and bacon, right? Exactly. Eggs and bacon and toast. Yeah. I think I got their uh, chicken fried steak. Yeah. Oh, chicken fried steak and eggs. There it is. <laughs> it's good for my cholesterol level. Making that Lipitor work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to add about uh, the Foles show? Um, No, I don't think so. Yeah, I know what I wanted to ask you about. Uh, a lot of new uh, shows that we watch uh, have just started up uh, the last few weeks. Of course, we, we've been watching Shameless for quite a while now. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. What else has kicked off? Uh, Masters of Sex. Oh, yeah. Masters of Sex. We like that. For some reason, I keep falling asleep lately when it's on. <laughs> There's like three episodes I need to catch up on on the DVR. Wow. <laughs> Maybe they started cutting down on the, the amount of nudity and sex scenes, and so people are starting to fall asleep on the show. Interest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what else. I think it's mostly kind of my girly shows, like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Um, how to, how to get away with murder. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait a minute. What about, uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That scene. <laughs> Which scene? <laughs> the one on the morgue. With yeah. The, uh, oh. <laughs> <With> the... <laughs> it was a corpse with a Prince Albert on his dick <laughs> that, the, <laughs> got possessed by... I don't know what are, what are they like by the died in the book or something. Yeah, right. And so the intestines pop out and grab Ash and start pulling him toward it. And somehow the cadaver ends up falling onto Ash's head, and the Prince Albert is right in his face, in his mouth almost. <laughs> and then his head goes up the cadaver's ass. <laughs> You'll have to watch it yourself to understand what the hell we're talking about. Ash, Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, that was, um, it was hilarious and horrifying all at the same time. <laughs> I can't, I can't think of any other shows offhand that uh, kicked off recently. And I'm sure there's one that we're going to be going, oh yeah, we completely forgot about that one. Well, I know lots of things are coming, like Homeland, yeah. The Affair, oh, yeah. The Walking Dead. Like I know all those are ramping up to start soon. Right. 
Let's see. The Affair, that's on Showtime? Yeah. Ooh, I wonder when... Um, what's that one show we like on HBO? <laughs> Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder when that one's coming back. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably 2019. <laughs> it's going to take them forever to, to film the next uh, season now. I think they're... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Too much damn good TV out there. It's ruining our lives. We... <laughs> All we're doing is watching TV. I know. I know. We should we should set up the weight benches and do arm curls or something oh. while while we're watching TV downstairs. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna happen. I know. Now we now we we <laughs> could well, let's try that. All right. That's a good idea, actually. Hmm. Catch up on our shows and get in shape. Sounds like a fabulous idea. Yes. <laughs> Simultaneously, yes. So anyway, yeah, we. We watch a lot of shows, and then, of course, you know, uh, I spend a lot of time at work listening to uh, different podcasts and things, in addition to this one, of course. And Sierra, you're you're a big fan of uh, A Slippery Soap, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I just finished listening to your latest episode today. Ah, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> did you like that stuff? We're talking about the Property Brothers. Did I, yes. did I do it justice? You did, you did. I mean, I, I love the Property Brothers, but yeah, they do that weird thing where they do like the half smile and the glazed over look when the other one is talking. It's It might not be something that you would notice unless someone pointed it out to you. And then once you see it, it's, it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. I think Elijah maybe brought it up. He was like, oh, is it like they share one brain and then one of, when one of them's talking, he's using the brain and the other one's just completely shut down? Tonight, I'm, I'm going to find a video clip and do a screenshot and text it to him. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, and we'll even we'll even put it on uh, our Facebook page. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Why don't you go to our Facebook page? It's called A Slippery Slope and like it. We want to add to the number of likes that we have on our Facebook page. Or if you want to email us, you can uh, email us at slope at ltvpod.com. Isn't that great? Okay, good. <laughs> but speaking of podcasts, you've been listening to a podcast that doesn't compete with a Slippery Slopes podcast. It's a different genre. What's the name of that podcast you listen to? It is uh, Sword and Scale, and it's a true crime podcast. I listen to podcasts all day at work, and um, I had run through Serial and some other some others of a similar nature, and I just really enjoy the true crime podcast. They're a little, little risque sometimes with the subject matter. You know, you're talking about, you know, sometimes serial killers or rapists or you're talking about child abductions and um but they do get into you know sometimes they even have some of the court testimony or some of the interviews that are done either with the victims or with the actual perpetrator um and it'll take you all the way through to the court proceedings and you know what happens in the end when there is an end sometimes the cases aren't finished by the time the podcast is up but it's really really interesting and the guy that does it does a really great job his name's mike forget the last name (laughs) i just looked at it a second ago but yeah it's a really great podcast i I highly recommend it do they dramatize things or it's just done in kind of a um, documentary style or it's more documentary style there was one particular episode where they had i guess they had basically recorded these or no they weren't recordings of phone conversations it was instant messaging 
that they had um, retrieved, you know, somehow from these people that were into t- child abductions. Ew. And yeah, it was really creepy listening to these people. I guess they actually, this is horrible. This is probably the most disturbing one that I have listened to thus far. Um, <laughs> oh, but they actually eat them. Oh. Yeah, really, really creepy. And he was, it is, it's horrible. And, you know, he's reading through all this instant messaging and all these horrible things that these people are talking about. He's like, I couldn't possibly ask somebody to, you know, read these verbally. And he didn't want to do it. So he, he had like a robotic, oh, um, right. you know, apps that, that reads text. Right. Sort of human voice. Right. And I, I swear to God, that made it even more creepy. Like, <laughs> it was super creepy. Almost like a, a dead voice reading the most graphic of horrifying stuff. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like totally deadpan voices reading this stuff. So that made it even more eerie. But but it is it is it is a really interesting podcast. And I, there's a lot of episodes. I think they're they're in the 70s now. 70 podcasts, maybe. I ate his liver with fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll edit that out. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to edit that out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one before. Yeah, okay. Well, you know. On the podcast. <laughs> well, I, I, was, I was trying to add a little uh, levity to the... <laughs> The thing after that dis- distur- disturbing description of this sword and scale. Well, you know, he had um, he had another guy that's been on uh, different episodes. I forget what kind of, I don't know if I'd call him an expert, but, you know, he has something to add to the to the podcast and he's kind of become a friend of his. I forget his name. But anyways, he had him listen to those recordings that were done by the computerized voices and he had told him you know that it was pretty creepy so yeah. then one day he arranged he made a phone call and it was the computerized voice talking to the guy on the other end oh. he was so creeped out but it was really funny like knowing that he had commented on how horrible that was oh, okay. <laughs> using the same right computerized voice that's hilarious wow oh yeah we did something this last weekend yeah, we went to a uh, family reunion. It was my mother's side of the family, the Dabala family, and uh, that was in Lagrange. Yeah, that the Czech Heritage Center in Lagrange, Texas, and so it's always a lot of fun. I don't know how fun it was for you, but it was okay. It's, it's fun to see relatives that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, no, no, they're a lot of fun. The Dabalas, the Dabalas are always a good time. Yeah, <laughs> they know how to party. So they had, you know, they had two kegs and we had barbecue and there was a horseshoe contest and a silent auction and I don't know what else. A bottle of Slivovitz. Yes, <laughs> Slivovitz, uh, which uh, I once completely forgot a wedding reception that I went to because I drank too much Slivovitz. Yes. Yeah, just talk to any of my cousins. They'll let you know. I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> But uh, at the silent auction, I won uh, two six-packs of homebrew beer that a relative of mine, I'm not sure how I'm related to him, uh, <laughs> he makes homebrew, and he's been doing it for like 15 years, and uh, he actually made some really good stuff. One of them was called Blonde Bombshell, 
And another one was... It was Wicked Ale, I think. Yeah, it was like a darker beer called Wicked Ale. I haven't had the Wicked yet, but I had one of the blondes, and it was really good. So uh, I was I was happy to have won those. And, uh, of course, we brought several bottles of Adelbert's Ale and beer with us that we actually put into the silent auction because we like Adelbert's, don't we, Sierra? It's, it's one of my favorite local brew- breweries, I think. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, what did you think of the uh, time we went to, uh, they had a, like a, a party there or a, uh, I don't know what you It was it. like a breast cancer um, fundraiser. Yeah. They call it, it's the tits. And um, <laughs> it's actually coming up again on um, October 15th. Wow. Yes. And I was going to bring it up, but there's also the um, Dia de los Muertos uh, festival Going on the same time. Going on the same damn day. Of course. But the Day of the Dead Festival is in the afternoon. We could swing by Adelbert's on the way home, <laughs> depending on how we're feeling, because I think that the the one at the brewery goes on to like 10 o'clock at night or something like that. We could make it happen. Yeah, sounds good. So what else do, what else do we got coming up? Any musical events that we're going to be going to? Um, yeah, in a couple weeks, we'll be at Stubbs to see El King. Again. <laughs> yes. No, she's really great live. And actually, I heard her for the first time. I want to say it was about five, maybe even six years ago. And it was free week. And I was at Frank. And she played there. And um, I've just kind of been following her ever since. She played a cover of There's This Really um, Dirty Rap Song Called My Neck, My Back. And she played a cover of that while playing the banjo. And it was hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think, you know, that really made her stand out because it was something people could really laugh at and made her very memorable. She's Rob Schneider's daughter. Daughter, yeah. She's really great, though. I like her voice. She's, got, she's really great, though. I like her voice. She's got like a nice kind of raspy tone a little bit kind of reminds me of Janis Joplin sometimes yeah I guess more Janis Joplin is what she really kind of reminds me of yeah like a modern day Janis Joplin yeah okay I can agree with that her and Jen Wigmore kind of have a similar vocal quality okay I think I've mentioned Jen Wigmore on the podcast before I don't remember which episode it was so what what other events do we have coming up of course early next year on your birthday we're going to be taking a trip to New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never been. You know what? I've never been, and I've lived in Texas pretty much my whole life, <laughs> and I've never been to New Orleans. What the hell's wrong with me? Oh, well, that's all right. It'll make it extra special that I get to go to New Orleans with Sierra on her momentous birthday, which I won't mention the number unless she wants to. It's fine. It's the 40th. Okay. Big four zero. Yeah, the big four zero. I've been paying extra close attention to Big Frida's uh, Facebook page to see if she'll have any shows while we're out there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Although that that may not be something everybody wants to attend, but yeah, it's definitely something I'd want to see. Right. Well, we saw a uh, Big Frida, the last Fun 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 Fest we went to, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Fun 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 Fest, and we saw her at the Mohawk too. Oh, that's right. I almost forgot. Wow. We're like regular fans. <laughs> it's a good show. Yep. Okay, well, that's all the new stuff I can think of. Anything else? Yeah, the only other things we have coming up, I guess, um, got Halloween coming up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we've already uh, we've already ordered costumes and everything. 
for ourselves, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to be a witch, and Mark's going to be my little black cat. Yes, I'm going to be her black cat, her familiar, if you will. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure we'll be very familiar by the end of the evening. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, um... This is going to be kind of a, a short episode. We just wanted to make sure that we didn't shortchange anybody and not give them a nice, uh, fun episode to listen to uh, this week. And uh, Lodger will be back next week to uh, give us a rundown of his adventures in Louisiana, gambling, hanging out with his uh, nephew. So we'll see how that goes. So uh, anyway, oh, do you want to do a uh, oblique strategy? Sure. Okay. I'll pull one out of the deck and let you read it. Okay. And then we'll try to uh, analyze it. An oblique strategy as an intuition pump. Something to uh, help you come up with some sort of a solution to a creative problem or maybe a problem in your own life. Who knows? Here's the card, Sierra. What would your closest friend do? Wow. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What would your closest friend do? Okay, well, that one, that could work. I mean, you know, make make you think outside of your own head. You know, think about how your friends would do something. So, What would Jesus do? <laughs> WWJD. <laughs> that was all I could think of when I read oh, that. Okay, all right, well, whatever. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> Okay, think about that, everyone out there in podcast land. What would your closest friend do? My closest friend would have another drink. What about your closest friend? Sounds about right. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I guess we've we've <laughs> run out of ideas on that one, so we'll just go ahead and close this puppy out and say... Tune in next week for another fabulous episode of A Slippery Slope. You got a catchphrase, Sierra? No, I don't. Sorry. (laughs) Think of one. (laughs) Hot and sexy, Sierra. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) 